Hello, everyone. This is Marilyn O'Malley, and I show highly sensitive and creative entrepreneurs and professionals struggling with being seen and heard, making more money in their lives, and creating a business that they love and desire or bridging from a business that they don't particularly enjoy um, and is not serving their soul's calling to creating that business and living the life that does serve the soul's calling so that we love, that we matter, and that we live a juicy life that we're here to live. And... So, if you are a millennial and you are struggling with your money, struggling with relationships, struggling in your career, um, unhappiness, not feeling fulfilled, are confused, feel torn between living the life that your parents wanted you to compared to the one that you're dreaming of, um, you're in the right place. You're definitely in the right place. Because this show, which is um, Millennials and Money Cafe is all about um, helping uh, you deal with your money, but also it's a place where you learn how to deepen or create and experience new perceptions about who you truly are, about having a healthy relationship with money that positively affects all the areas of your life, career, relationships, health, fun, pleasure, purpose, and passion. And I'm going, I would like to share with you structures and systems for manifesting money for your career or your health um, throughout these calls. And so, and today's call is Mind Over Money. And what we're going to do is we're going to learn what's causing your financial struggles and limiting beliefs about yourself. Reveal your negative programming from childhood that is costing you success and your self-esteem and how to change it. So, who am I? I am Marilyn O'Malley, as I said earlier, and my goal is to give you lots of information and tools that will help you stop the needless suffering that's happening in your life, that will empower you to live from your soul's desires and uh, inspirations and that will have you experiencing your life in the fullest way possible by helping you to remove blocks and programming and um, beliefs, perceptions that that are in your way from you really getting to experience the truth of who you really are which I'll talk about a little bit later. And my goal is to leave you transformed, um, and empowered. And tonight, my goal is to give you a taste of how your money is affecting how you feel about yourself 
and I'll explain how all of that comes about. I'm going to take you through an exercise um, to so that you can specifically experience that, and then I'm going to um, have you use a tapping tool. We're going to use tapping tonight um, as one of the tools. And that is going to help clear around uh, what we're going to do. And we're going to look at your savings tonight. I want you to, um, uh, we're going to look at that and we're going to do the, some work around that so you can see uh, how you're being influenced and not being able to save money or save more and um, also increase your income. Would that be good for you? Would that be exciting to see, like, what's holding you back from creating more money in your life, more savings, more income, and also get to see how the lies that uh, you're living um, and there as them being a result of your past conditioning around money. So why am I doing this? Briefly, I am a life coach that has been working for over 12 years. I've worked with a variety of people, all walks of life. majority of the people that I've worked with are highly sensitive and creative individuals. I've worked from, uh, from stay-at-home moms to worked with addicts. People with addictions, I actually don't like to call them addicts, they're people with addictions, um, entrepreneurs, businessmen and women, CEOs, um, just that, all walks of life. And I have coached over 500,000, 500,000, wow. Um, there we go, I'm gonna, I'm going to get to that point. Five, over 5,000 hours um, over the last 12 years. of um, And I study the how the mind works. I study quantum physics because I like to know how, the, like the laws of attraction, the laws of the universe and how things work because I think it's important to learn the science behind things because sometimes our um, non-physical world can seem a bit woo-woo. And I think when you understand some of the science behind it, then when you're going through and practicing and changing and transforming your life, um, you can use that, the science, as a, um, when it's feeling woo-woo, are you going, why am I doing this? That you can be clear um, through the science, why it's important that you be taking the actions and thinking the thoughts and doing the things that that uh, will set you up for success um, when sometimes they seem like they're funny to do or or it's hard to believe that they work. Um, since I started, since I was a little girl, I had this feeling I was going to do something big with my life. And yet I was highly sensitive. Um, I felt weak compared to other people. I felt different compared to other people. I was, uh, I'm very creative. Um, if you know anything about uh, indigo children or the crystals and all the different energetic types of of, of work, I was, was an early indigo, and uh, so my work coming in has always been around. Um, I'm I'm a I'm a pioneer, a leader. I I go out and I, it's like I know things. I'm highly intuitive. I I know things like I knew about quantum physics, but I didn't know it was science. I didn't know it was called quantum physics until I was in my 40s. I just had this knowing of things. Um, I couldn't even have told you how it works, put words to it, but just different knowings, and I'm sure a lot of you do. 
Um, so I've studied a lot. I study, I, I love to learn. I love to learn. Um, and um, and then I pass that on. I go out and I explore what's new, what's happening, and then I bring it back and I share the information. And um, and I test it out. I'm, I'm a guinea pig. I test it out against other people. I do the research and, and then I bring it back. So I don't want to just bring things randomly back and share with people. I've I've you know tried it. I've I've uh, tried it on other people. Um, so I'm sharing things with you that I know that work. I study successful people. I study money. I study all the things that I wanted to transform in my life. Um, I became an expert on, and I am here to share that information with you. I am a mother of two millennials. Um, they're 29 and 28, uh, a daughter and a son. And um, I've always uh, uh, had an affinity for the millennials. And I love, uh, I love, I, and I think because I understand energy, I'm also an energy worker and transformer, and you'll get part of that part of that training too as we um, go along. Um, I will teach you how to use your intuition. I will teach you how to to protect and create healthy boundaries energetically, uh, how to remove energe- energy, other people's energy energetically. Um, and I have, um, because I'm sensitive and intuitive and um, I think I have a real understanding that the millennials are here to help really transform our world. And the bummer part, that the struggle that's been created is that that there has been um, parents who are not highly sensitive or are not awakened that understand um, the millennials' point of view, uh, perception, power, um, uh, responsibility, uh, new ways. You know, there, you, there, there. We are in a new world, and there are new ways to uh, work with each other. There are new ways to uh, trans form and grow and get things done and um, I understand that the millennials really um, are here to um, at least the ones I work with are are here to lead are here to um, transform the way that we do do things that we work in the workplace how we interact with each other um, are here to Awaken, awaken the sleeping. <laughs> and um, anyway, uh, so I am here as a guide. I am here as a pioneer. I am here as a mother. I am here as an energy worker, healer. Um, I am here as a coach and much more as a creative, as a sensitive. And so I'm going to move on and get us going and you will learn more about how I work, but I just wanted to share what I bring to the table. And also, if you're interested, there's much more about who I am and what I do on my website, which is www.MarilynO'Malley, that's M-A-R-I-L-Y-N-O-M-A-L-L-E-Y.com. So... So how many of you want to make more money? How many of you are struggling with your money now? And if you want, you can just hit star two and raise your hand. Well, there's a reason for it, and I want to share with you... um, a process that will help you um, understand this and, and understand also why you're struggling. 
So what we're going to do is I'm going to um, ask you to take out a piece of paper and a pen or pencil, and I'm going to want you to take some uh, a couple notes. But the first thing I'm going to want you to do is I want you to write down the amount in your savings account. And so this is not your IRA or any retirement fund. This is how much savings you have in your account. The cash, like you could get cash. And ideally what you're going to go for, and some of you might freak out, is like six months. I know some of you are barely making it. And some of you are, are have wonderful jobs and are, and are making great money, um, but you're not saving. And some of you are really good at saving and not good at spending. So everybody's going to be all over the place in different places, and you'll understand why shortly. But to write down the number, and I want you to look at the number. And if it's zero, put zero. So notice what feelings are showing up in your body as you write the number. Or even think about saving. Even thinking about, like, wow, I should have six months of savings in here, living expenses, how much it would cost me to pay all my bills and my living expenses and have extra, you know, if you're wanting to play and stuff like that. How much money is six months of savings be in the bank? And so what are you feeling? What's showing up in your body? Go ahead and write that down. Write those things down. What's it feel like? And I'll I'll share some things with you to help you along if you're having trouble because a lot of us are not feeling. A lot of us are just mainly thinking. So, And some of us might not want to be feeling anything right now. So some of those are feeling sadness. Anxiety. Grief. Not feeling safe or secure. Embarrassment. Disappointment. Shame. Abandonment. Unsupported. And loss along with worry and fear. So write down any of those feelings that you might have. And thoughts running through your head at this moment. Let them become clear to you. I never feel safe. I'm never taken care of. I'm not enough. I don't know how to do this. I'm a failure. So just notice and take note and write those down. And I want you to take a look again at your number and fill in this blank. When I see the amount of savings in my account, this means I'm, and fill in the blank. I'm what? means I'm a loser, I'm stupid, I'm not good enough, I have no freedom, there's no security, this means I'm someone with no support, I'm not worthy. And then when you have that, then I want you to write down 
on the scale of one to ten, one being it's kind of very little true. Ten meaning, oh my God, that is so true. So I want you to say it out loud. This means I'm, and on a scale of one to ten, what feelings show up when you say that out loud? Just write that down. This means I'm, and then on a scale of one to ten, where is it? A one, a five, seven, a nine, a ten. Okay, so now that we've got there, so this is pretty interesting, huh? It's amazing to see all of this has to do around saving so far, right? Like, oh, my gosh, look how you are feeling about yourself. So trauma. So now we're going to look at trauma around savings. So trauma of a savings account usually has to do with a loss, a disappointment or something that reminds you of an unresolved past event of great sadness or loss that doesn't feel resolved yet. Something that you lost that left you feeling abandoned, not safe or secure. So think back as far as you can to like what's the trauma that you had? You lost yourself something important to you, a family member, loss of freedom, someone special to you. All these emotions are wired into your feelings about your savings account. So write down all these feelings and emotions that you have about that loss. And how that, how that related, it could have been a divorce, your parents went through a divorce, or your, uh, one of your parents lost, uh, their job, lost their house, um, all of a sudden something happened and, and um, you, you weren't free to do the things that you were free to do before. There was some abuse where you lost yourself. So do you see how all of these, these emotions, these thoughts, these negative thoughts, these feelings, about yourself are are connected to how much money is in your savings account and how you feel about your savings. So every time the shame and fear, embarrassment, and the self-talk, I'm a loser, I'm not safe, there's a stress response that is activated and may even trigger feelings from your past events adding more stress to your system. So when you think about money and how much you have in your account, and this even relates to, you know, money coming in, every time you go to save means go go to spend money, you're thinking about it. This triggers unconsciously in your body a stress response. It's called the fight-or-flight stress response. And this fight-or-flight stress response um, either makes you want to ignore things, like when the bills come in, you don't open them, um, you, don't, you don't pay your taxes until it's too late, you know, it's, um, um, or you're constantly feeling like you're in a battle with money, you know, you're constantly feeling like you've got to fight for what it is that you have. And so your body, whenever you're around money, is stressing out unconsciously. So it's creating these feelings in you, which create 
self-esteem issues, which create, keeps making your world smaller and smaller instead of expansive. So this is just one of the things that that um, I do in working with the money is we look at, instead of looking at money as one whole part, we break it down into savings, debt, income, income goals, and toxic money. And, and toxic money is money that would come from a divorce or a lawsuit or from uh, parents, a lot of... Uh, a lot of children of wealthy parents have toxic money, you know, controlling. You either do it my way or we're taking the money away. That sort of thing. So all of these, all of these forms of money have emotions and thoughts and traumas entangled together. And then when you put them all together, this is how we end up feeling about ourselves. So you can understand and see why you're avoiding, you know, the thought flight, why you avoid or you go, uh, you know, you don't want to pay attention, you don't want to go there um, to your savings, why you would be avoiding it. Uh, your mind and body stress responses creates a wall of resistance. And it's important that you see that this is your programming that has created your current status, your current financial situation. Those programming in your past with your mother and your father and their beliefs about money and your environment and your schooling and your peers, etc., all add to the beliefs, these unconscious beliefs and programming that you have from your past that is creating your experience of your present. So what we want to do is we want to um, stop that fight or flight information that is triggered in you that gets you going into that um, stressed out place and gets your world going smaller and smaller and having you taking steps and actions towards um, survival versus thriving we want to we want to neutralize that, and that's what tapping does. I want to explain to you what tapping is: uh, working on the meridians on the face through acupuncture. Uh, it's like acupressure points, the meridians. And what it does is it works. It sends messages back to the um, part of the brain that is um, your fight, where the fight or flight part of the brain is. And what it does by saying all of these things that we're going to be saying as we tap, we're going to be making statements and saying how we feel around our money situation. It seems counterintuitive, but you really want to say what's in your gut about what's happening, the truth of what's really going on. And this helps to neutralize that, to stop that fight or flight. And when you stop the fight or flight, then it's like everything becomes possible. It's like your world expands. You stop that that old programming. And then we usually do a positive tapping to re, um, reaffirm um, positive statements um, for you after we do after we do the negative. And that one to ten, what we were looking at rating on uh, this means I'm, fill in the, when you filled in the blank and you rated it on a 1 to 10, you can actually measure how the, the feeling's going down to where they get to a 1 or a 0. And so there's been a lot of research on tapping that use tapping with people in the, uh, people of post-traumatic syndrome. There's been 25 years of, of research and seeing how 
it works in the brain and that it actually does this. It's not woo-woo so that you know that this is happening. It also lowers your cortisol level. So um, if you guys are interested in, in more than what we're doing today, you can visit um, uh, Marilyn O'Malley YouTube. And I've got other, uh, I've got all sorts of tapping on there on money things and then also on stress and overwhelm. And just added one today on doubt and fear that comes up while you're in transition. So there's all everything that you can you can work on any aspect of what is happening. Uh, I use it when I have anxiety attacks, um, um, a lot of different things. So anyway, so I'm going to take you through an experience now that you can experience that. So. Um, I want you to um, imagine, you know, your phrase um, that you came up with, and I want you to remember that, so to look at the, the thoughts that you were thinking and the feelings that you were feeling. And I'm going to do a couple, um, I'm going to do a couple uh, tapping um, things for you and I just want you to notice so notice where your number was and then I want you to insert your own words since I'm not with you in person where I would be facilitating and I would have been asking you more questions and stuff but you're gonna if I miss any of your feelings or any of your thoughts just add them just 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 you're going to repeat after me and um, and then if I'm missing them, then you just say your own words. So if I say um, it's depressing, then you can just say, you know, it's terrifying. Um, if it's, it's depressing, doesn't mean anything to you. And tapping, what we're going to do is you're going to tap on the inside of your eyebrow is the first place. So right where the eyebrow starts, and you're just going to use two fingers on either hand. Um, so it doesn't matter which hand, and there's don't have to be absolutely perfect here, so don't worry about that. Um, so we're going to tap um, two fingers on the inside of the brow, and then we'll, uh, and I'll be telling you, then outside of the eye, right on the side of the, where the bone is, at the end of like the eyebrow, right under the eye on the bone, then right under the nose, above the lip, and right under the bottom lip in that little groove in there. And then um, on the soft part, right underneath your collarbones, or you can tap on both, like, your collarbones. But uh, I use, the, uh, like, all of my fingers on that. I just sort of tap on that. And then we're going to go back up to the top of the head. And then we recycle through. And I'll, I'll guide you through. So there's, if you skip a spot, that's fine. Don't worry about it, as long as we're getting most of the spots here. And so this is going to be a tapping script for lack of saving. And so we're going to start at the um, eyebrow, the beginning of the eyebrow. My savings are dismal. And then go to the side of the eye. It's depressing. Under the eye, it fills me with anxiety underneath the nose, so I try not to think about it. Under the bottom lip, I don't want to think about it. Um, collarbone, and it reminds me about how things could be different. Eyebrow. And it reminds me how I'm not good enough. And I feel such sadness at all the loss. Side of the eye. And it makes me feel anxious and shamed. It feels like I've lost so much. I'm just on this. I'm feeling unsafe and unsupported. Collarbone. 
so very sad. I've never really felt safe or secure. What if something happens? I have no safety net. I feel so disappointed. And I'm worrying. I'm feeling it. Just keep going through this spot. Sad and unsafe. All because of my lack of saving. I never feel safe. I never feel taken care of. I don't know how to do this. How do you save money when you have so many bills to pay? How do you save money when you're trying to make it work? I'm a failure. I'm not enough. And my savings aren't enough either. I'm so disappointed in myself. I feel like a fraud. I don't have any freedom. So much loss. Sadness and fear welling up in me. I should be so much further ahead. It feels impossible. But I honor my feelings and my true desire to be safe and supported. Okay, take a deep breath. So how'd that feel for you? So some of you could brought up a lot of lot of emotion, maybe even some anger, but a lot of loss, sadness, tears. So just write down how you feel. Write down all the stuff that it brought up and look at the loss of how this is holding you back. These ideas, these feelings that aren't you. This is not you. This is, this is programming. And think about what would be possible if you didn't have that programming. And you wouldn't have to suffer. Right? This is all of that. Just think of the suffering that those thoughts that you're that are running through your brain that you keep thinking over and over again unconsciously. Are are taking you down, are lowering your vibration, are lowering your ability to and confidence to think that you can create what you're here to create. It's taking you in the wrong direction. It's not leading you towards being successful. It's leading you towards being unsuccessful, not achieving what you desire. And so the sooner you can catch these, which that's what makes me so excited. You're not going to have to be like me and learn in your 40s all of this stuff. I was like, why is nobody teaching this earlier? So you won't have so much to let go of and so much to reprogram. It won't be so deep, deeply ingrained. That's why one of the reasons I'm doing this and I see um, that my current clients, you know, they're saying, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what to do if I got money. I don't know which bills to pay if I if I had something got got some. And, you know, for, for some of my clients, too, savings, money to them, you know, they felt uncomfortable. I mean, literally, this is like a lot of people feel uncomfortable with saving because money growing up in their families meant problems, meant anger, meant conflict. And so as we grow up, it's like, and we, and we do that, then we have this, 
I don't I don't want to get into it, but loyalty to family or else we rebel and we say, Well, I'm not gonna be like that. I I I don't wanna deal with money. I don't want money then if that's what it creates. Because that's what you're just seeing in your family. So every time then you have extra money, it's like you want to, it's like a hot potato. You want to get rid of it as quickly as possible because it doesn't, it brings up bad memories. There's a bad connection. You know, what's wired together stays together. So you're wiring about how money was viewed in your family. You know, how your parents interacted with it. How, what did they talk about it? How did they talk about it? Was it was it talked about or was it just, you know, something that you just felt? Um, is there negative connotations towards having money? You know, money is just energy. It's not a personality. Money is a tool. It's a beautiful tool for helping you support yourself and expressing what it is that you're here to do. And... It doesn't have to be hard, and you don't have to suffer. You know, some of it's like you have to work really hard to make money, and you saw your family suffer, and there's sadness and loss in seeing your father work so hard or your mother work so hard and get very little for it. And it's like, so you say, I'm not going to work, I'm not going to do it that way. And there's this rebellion against against working because or against money or thinking that you're going to have to work really hard and there's just something that so unconsciously you don't you don't move in that direction you're not excited about it but i know for a lot of millennials again for most people it's not about the money it's about the service that you create it's about it's it's about what you're doing the work you're doing the service you're providing you know, what you're bringing to the world. But there's a connotation that you add around the money and getting paid for what you do and being able to ask for, you know, being paid well for it and how you show up for it. Um, There's a lot of fine-tuning to go on about that. So... Um, anyway, we'll discuss that later. But now let's do a tapping round for creating fabulous savings. So we want to do this. And what the, what the studies have shown is the tapping, again, on those acupressure points now will help to raise the, the um, levels of positive hormones in your in your biserotonin and, and um, dopamine, et cetera. There's... Uh, I think oxytocin also, um, in your body so that it's the feel good, right? Um, and so that will reinforce. And you do this over and over again, it helps to set new programming to override the old negative programming, okay? So um, so let's start at the top of the uh, inside of the eyebrow. When I look at my savings account and on the outside and remember that old story that I often criticize myself about, that I'm not good enough under the nose, uh, under the bottom left, and question my money savvy. I am not really a great money manager. Collarbone. I sometimes feel inept with my finances, top of the head. Or maybe I have never been smart with money, inside the eyebrow. And I often review all the evidence, all those negative things I think about myself, all my circumstances that don't look good, and the amount of money in my savings account, that I am bad with money. No wonder I don't put a lot of focus on money management. No wonder I don't have a plan. Well, that was then, and this is now. I may not have all the skills I need today, but I am now 
commit to growing myself into a much better money manager. I'm smart. I can learn. And now I'm open to putting in the time. I'm open to focusing on my finances and becoming a smart and savvy money manager. I'm open to programming my mind in a positive way. I'm open to seeing myself as as brilliant and able-bodied to handle my money and make it grow for me. I can be a smart and savvy money manager, maybe even a million-dollar money manager. And as I focus on my savings account, it will grow and expand. And I can learn from the past and grow into my future. I can do this. And I am starting today. Okay, take a nice deep breath. All right. So, how'd that feel? You might make some notes. What did you notice? Because as you start to let go of some things and the tension and stress starts to um, be relieved, other things that are buried under that will will um, come up. So it's like if you have loss, then you can feel, um, if you relieve the loss and that stress and you acknowledge it and you move that energy, like happiness can bubble up underneath that. Or you'll recognize an event will pop into your mind that's somehow associated with it. Um, but just by paying attention, and now basically what we're, we're doing is we're raising your consciousness about what is what has been operating, your unconscious programming, childhood programming around money, which is creating your current situation financially, We saw that with the savings. There's much more that other areas, but you can start to see how this is um, playing the mind-body connection. You get stress from this unconscious programming that's in your subconscious mind that is triggering that stress response that is then having you unconsciously not take action towards um, creating financial abundance in your life or or cre- or take, going for that relationship that you want um, and desire or going after the job that you really would love to do or taking the trip um, that you would um, would love to have instead you're you're thinking you're not enough or you're not good enough, or you don't have enough, um, and um, you're not, or you're not supported, and it's not safe to be you or to do what it is that you desire. Those are the things that are running um, in your savings and um, in other money areas of your life. And these all, as you can see, so if you're thinking this about money, how do you think, and that's running constantly through, how's that operating in your relationships? How's that operating in your career? How is that showing up in your health? You know, if you don't think you're good enough or there's enough, how's that show up in in how you treat yourself? How does that show up in in fun and recreation and having pleasure in your life? So are you getting the gist here? It's like if you can't do it with your money and you have this relationship that is negative, that it bleeds into the rest of your life. And so what the tapping does is it helps to stop that bleeding. (laughs) It's stopping that bleeding. 
so that you start to feel healthy in lots of different ways. See your, change your perception. All right, so let's see, where am I here? So does everybody see why you're resisting the savings, resisting making more? Um, just really to, to, to take that in. This is, when I got this, I was like, holy crap. Oh my gosh. All these years I've been thinking, I'm not good enough, I've got to work harder, no more, be smarter, you know, all the things I do, um, and come to find out it's my programming and it's not me. Oh, my God, the amount of shame that I could let go of, the amount of shame my clients are letting go of. It's the amount, the things that they can do once they know this, it's so much fun to see them. And I want that all for you guys because it's like freedom. It's like all this feeling like you have all these chains on you about uh, because a lot of this drives you to being a perfectionist also. And so the perfectionist is always preparing for the future, right? You're always in the future and they're always trying to fix the past. So it's like you're never in the present moment. And this brings you in the present moment in that really beautiful, creative place where you can feel empowered and know who you really are. Um, like I was saying, one of my... Um, um, anyway, there's lots of stories, and I've, I've shared a couple, but... Um, um, you know, once you get out of your way, because it's really you are in the way of money flowing to you, like I said, unconsciously. And once you can start removing those unconscious barriers, um, opportunities open up and you're you're not, um, you're like excited to do things and to go after what it is that you're really desiring. And one of that, that is one of the requirements. Um, again, I'll probably talk about another time is knowing what you want. And a lot of times when we have these negative perceptions of us and negative beliefs about what is possible for us, we don't think we have an option to really even think about what we want. We're just like surviving instead of thriving. And I want you guys to be thriving. Um, I guess I I, I will share a story. There is... um, I'm actually going to, uh, and and a lot of this too has to do with uh, intuition. But um, um, trying to uh, one of the stories is that uh, um, you know uh, I'll just share my daughter. One of my daughter's stories is that you know, she, when she graduated from college, she wanted to um, go teach English somewhere. And she didn't know how she was going to be able to afford it or what to do or where to go or anything. And so what she um, now could have fed into, like, well, you know, we don't know anything about that. You know, there could have been tons of stories. And we're like, okay, just start, take the steps. Learn how to... You know, do what, what What do you have to do to teach English in another country? Then decide what country. You know, again, she didn't know how it was all going to come about, but she just started taking steps and trusting that it would come about. And I just, you know, uh, being a coach and her mom, you know, it was just like, just trust. Just keep moving towards it. Just keep making choices and let go of, like, you don't think it can work. Get I call that weeding. So it's like if you figure, like, it's a garden. Well, I'll just use the, you know, you plant seeds. You plant your ideas. You plant your thoughts, your dreams, your passions. You plant those. And you tend to those. You keep paying attention. You nurture them. And then you pull out all the weeds, all the doubts, all the fears. You don't let those come in. You don't let those grow around them, you know. So you keep a clear, clear, clear. So it's a vigilant. That's what you, you know, you pay attention. You Put your attention on what it is that you want and you clear the stuff that you don't want uh, because it's your, it's where your attention is is what you create, right? So 
And so then she saw her next step was pick what country she wanted to work. And so she picked Chile. And then when she picked Chile, and then it was like these little things, you know, um, people helped her here and there to figure out how she was going to how she was going to get there, how she would survive there. You know, we all contributed in different ways, but her just stepping forward helped to create that, right? So she created this whole thing where she went and taught English in, in um, Chile, and then that allowed her to travel around South America and parts of Europe. And then after that, you know, she went back to... New York and, uh, you know, worked there for two and a half years, but searching, searching, searching for her ideal job, you know, what she wanted. And in the two and a half years of taking steps and applying to different companies and everything, and it, and it just wasn't, uh, resulting in any, um, the, the ideal job that she wanted. There just wasn't something available and she was coming in new into that. So, but, after two and a half years and, and being persistent, she got an intuitive hit that she was to move to Australia. And um, that in Australia, she was looking, she was like, okay, where am I supposed to go? If it's not here, you know, where else in the world is it that or am I supposed to be? Um, to have this opportunity to work with these, to, to do the work that I want to do. And after... Um, evaluating and feeling into each place, she came up with that Australia was calling her, and Sydney in particular. And it happened that she had uh, two friends that were there, and then it was just like, yep, that's where I'm going. And again, not knowing how it was going to work, did not have a job, just kept taking the, yep, I'm supposed to go there, got a work visa, you know, just kept taking her steps. And, um, ended up going, and then again, while she was there, in the first two weeks, you know, following her intuition, people guiding her, doing, you know, taking action, putting her focus on it, in two weeks, she found her dream job. And then, now she's been living in Australia, They the company hired her, and she can, um, you know, live there now. And anyway, so it's ongoing, but that's just sort of to show the process of um, a millennium, um, and I'll have other stories that I'll share down the road, but just for you to, like, keep your focus, keep planting the seeds, keep taking the steps forward, and get weed, 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 and so that's uh, what we're doing. Um, let me see. We've just got a few more minutes here, and so anyway, I, I hope this is helpful um, I would love for you to share this information uh, with others and spread the word that I'm creating this. I would love to hear from you. I will talk on topics. Um, if you like, how do we do this? How, you know, I'm going to do law of creation, manifestation, um, things around your your mindset, having having uh, what type of mindset how to do the energy work, um, how to create healthy boundaries. Um, how, I, I, you know, I really want you to have a loving relationship with money. So it's like creating the money, honey, or creating this relationship where you really feel supported by money. Um, and how to create, you know, create what it is that you really desire. So help you find out what it is that you really desire. Um, so I hope I trust this was very helpful. Again, you can find me on um, MarilynO'Malley.com. You can find me at YouTube, um, read my blogs, um, sign up on my website for my newsletter that goes out, um, and spread the word. I really would like to make this a very interactive, very supportive nurturing, strong environment for um, millennials and let's stop the suffering and really get into some positive creating because I know you guys are here to make a difference in the world and I know the world really needs you now. And so um, um, be well and um, love, matter, and live. Use that. Don't waste your life.
Don't waste a moment of your life. All right. Take care. Bye.